society is telling me to do. Yeah. Put all my emotions oh. in a vault. Yeah, well, I'm telling you to stop it. <laughs> right now. I will fight you. <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> among the, among the microphones. Let's get Rumble. <laughs> it's a live a pitch podcast, a Rumble session today. <laughs> my toxic masculinity is better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> I will beat the shit out of you. My, my masculinity is non-toxic. <laughs> you can eat it. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Yeah. I like it. But, like, also got me thinking about uh, reality TV shows that I really want to see. Like, I, I've been thinking about... I've, I've had this idea for Love Island, right? I've never seen it. No. It's I have. a terrible fucking idea. Oh, it's awful. It, it sounds awful, hence why I've never seen it. But all my friends are really into it. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to watch the this. Problem, the problem with people who watch Love Island... Don't stop talking about it. Yeah. Hmm. Fucking hate it's, it's kind of like, oh, it's not kind of like a Rick and Morty fan base, but it's kind of like, mm, like, I don't know, that's a different point <laughs> To be time. fair, you do have to have a quite a high IQ to understand <sighs> Love Island. Meme. <laughs> 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 you haven't seen it. No. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very clever because I've seen three episodes of Love Island. <laughs> now, it's, it's, it's similar to like Rick and Morty because I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm not like people enjoy it fine, but yeah. if 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 it's the only thing that you talk about, and if like yeah. if it's such a fan base that pressures people to watch it all the time, you're just not going to enjoy it. And you're not going to watch it. Yeah. Like I completely understand why people don't like Rick and Morty based on the fan, mm. like the fan base, well, like. Bit shitty. Anyway, my idea for Love Island, Sorry, which I've had yeah. for since I heard about the premise, like literally five seconds after someone told me what the premise for Love Island was, I was like, they should just tell them that the world's ended and they're the only ones left alive on the Love Island. I mean, yeah, it's dead set. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it's so annoying that that's the thing. Ethically, is that okay? It like, is now. They yeah, chose. Like, here's the thing. I don't know how far reality TV shows have got in terms of bending the ethical rules. Uh, there was the Darren Brown did the one. Yeah, which is mm. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Which I was like, it was kind of cool to watch, but oh boy, those ethical problems yeah. there. These people They'll literally think soon. that they're about to die. Mm. Just you wait until Murdoch acquires all the other <laughs> companies. There will be no no ethical problems in TV then. Um, oh, dude. But no, like I, I think because you, like they've signed a contract to be on Love Island. Yeah, yeah. Just put it in the contract. They can't in, read. In, in, in this small... <laughs> clearly, in like the... they're on fucking Love Island. <laughs> I mean, I think they can read. Nah, there's things. Have says, you seen them? It says things, and why are you judging people based on their physical characteristics, Tom? Because they're fucking idiots. That's why no, no, no. they're on fucking Love Island. Some of them are very intelligent, I'm sure. Nah, okay. one of them is Danny Dyer's daughter. Called Danny. Danny Dyer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. let's, uh, I like Danny Dyer. We haven't seen the show. Matt clearly, as the house expert on Love Island <laughs> here, if he says they're intellectual people, then well, we just take his word. Listen, from what I've seen, they are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to uh, give you a 30 second summary of why hereditary is the worst thing <laughs> that has ever happened in my life oh, it's just it, it, unoriginal it's it's not even it's not a good horror film it's not a good movie lazy work 
Is that good or do that's, you need me to keep talking? That was, I, honestly, that's fine. Yeah. That's good, yeah. Uh, I now also know why Hereditary is bad. Jurassic, yeah. Jurassic World is also fucking awful. Okay. Well, did you go see that as well? I yeah. saw the trailer and yeah. I was like, this is going to be bad. Yeah, no. yeah. I was the same and then I heard really good things. So I was like, oh, maybe Ooh. it's as good as Jurassic World 1. Which I know you I hated. Mean, I didn't. I didn't hate yeah, it. You, you I didn't it hate bit. it. I thought wow. it was like cheesy and lame yeah but it was it was a fine movie right mm-hmm. like it's it, i think there's a difference there in that i didn't dislike watching it but i did think it was it, it, it was kind of hammy mm. I, th- I think the I, I think one of the things that the first movie had which this one doesn't have was it was like the first thing like oh god jurassic jurassic park and jurassic world is being reinvigorated mm. and so they kind of pitched in on the uh nostalgia yeah like with the whole uh, uh park in it before and stuff the, which i super liked i liked the first movie but the thing is you know, they what, have that which this one doesn't what i think they really want to do but they're just not fucking committing is making it a trilogy akin to that of uh rise of the planet of the apes yeah mm, yeah which this film is not... I mean, it's a step forward towards it, but it's a tiny shuffle towards that thing. So I'm like, why didn't you just go full on? Because they've got to draw it out over ten films yeah. and then create a cinematic universe. You said trilogy. That was where you were wrong in that yeah. sentence. Everything has to start. Yeah. <laughs> Everything has to start a cinematic universe now. Yeah. Like, um, oh, that's true. There's a, like, there's a whole thing. Like People are saying, like, People are saying, like, the sequel... There's a problem with the sequels of the Jurassic Park movies. I mean, the first one is great. Mm, The second one, they're going back to the island for some reason. Like, and it's just... Is it the second one that has the boy on the parachute that gets lost there? Or is that the the third? third Yeah, Yeah, that's even worse. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, oh, yeah, no, this guy's kidnapped against his own will... And now he's back on the island, and he's going to complain for an hour and a half. That that movie was really funny island. to me because the whole point was, oh, this kid is like this kid is stuck and he's terrified. And when they find him, he's just like, yeah, nah, I'm I'm just camping out. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, I, I got food and stuff. He was the better survivor out of all of those characters. You know what? <laughs> so you just left him. You know what Jurassic Park needs what? is basically the plot to hunt for the wilder people. I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh, it kind of got like that in Jurassic Park 3. Especially with Sam Neill and the kid. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, do it better. I mean, Hunt for yeah, the Wilder People... Try uh, again. Like, Hunt for the Wilder People is good because it starts at a point where there is no connection between the two. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, like the, the idea of like human struggle yeah. in hostile environment, mm. and then you make the hostile environment interesting, which Taika Waititi does by featuring New Zealand mm. uh, and um, uh, and you know the culture of New Zealand and the and the people. Whereas you could totally do that with dinosaurs and make it weird and make it make it like a, mm. a hey, we're going into this area and we know that these kind of dinosaurs are here. Um, no one listens to Jeff Goldblum. In, yeah. that's, that's Which the, is the saddest I know. thing. That man is a... No, no, one, no, one, no one ever listens to Jeff Goldblum, and that's <sighs> that's where the problems start mm-hmm. in yeah. Jurassic Park. And you think they'd learn by now? You think yeah. they'd learn? Uh, I do have one question about uh, the second uh, Jurassic World 2, mm. uh, which has been bugging me. Uh, no spoilers, because I, I still might go see it. Um, mm. 
do they answer or do they jump back to dinosaurs being used as a military weapon? Because at the end of the first yeah, movie, no. yeah, cool. Because at the end of the first movie, they made it very clear as day that a guy yeah. escaped with DNA of dinosaurs. Yeah. And that's where I think it should have gone in this one. But instead, they're going back to the island to grab a load of dinosaurs because the dinosaur park is exploding. And they're like, <laughs> so it's, it's not like, included. It's they just, just like, ignore it. Mm. Basically, this, oh geez, this went just as badly as the last three times. But this time, there's a volcano. This time it'll be good. We're gonna grab them off the island because they need to be saved for some reason. Do Do you reckon they were like, hmm? Do we take the movie plot to animal abuse? Or conservation. Yeah. Which one are the popular yeah, gonna that, like more? And it doesn't decide ever. Oh god. <laughs> it doesn't no. ever decide, and it's just like, oh no. So wait. both parties are unhappy. What got they it. should have done is these dinosaurs are fucking getting off the island. There's a giant megalodon thing killing surfers because that's what happens at the end of the film. Like, like I'm just like I'm good that, that wasn't at the beginning. Like it should have started yeah. where it ends. Yeah. Oh, like, the big, the, the big, the big shark oh, thingy. Nice. Yeah. That was it's, my favorite character of the first movie. Yeah. It's just in it's a. Just fun. It's just <laughs> in a wave at the end of the movie. I'm like. That would have been a great place to start. Have these dinosaurs make it like, like growing. You know what like, would have been better? What? The fact it's revealed at the end of Jurassic World that they didn't just make the uh, what was it X Z laser raptor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they in eyes. fact made a smart megalodon, mm. and it's ferrying and it's ferrying dinosaurs <laughs> off Jurassic World <laughs> on its back. Mm. And then it becomes Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. Oh, have you seen? They're, they're releasing an actual Megalodon movie, the aren't Meg, they? Yeah. The Meg. The Meg with, uh, what's his name? Jason Statham. Jason Statham. <laughs> Jason Statham. The, the, the Meg, the wild, or uh, subtitled, the wildly inconsistently sized monster. <laughs> <laughs> Too big. <laughs> Too big, or maybe <laughs> just bigger. Like it, it's just like, it's... Big, slightly bigger than Jaws, or phenomenally bigger than Jaws. Yeah, we can't decide. It's like in the in the trailer. Yeah, in the trailer, it changes like, size. Yeah, there's like the bit where it's like they're in that submarine. There's a little girl there, yeah. and then the Jaws clamp just around the submarine. It's yeah. as big as the submarine, right? Or bigger than the submarine, but it's like its Jaws can fit around the submarine. Yeah, and then at the end, over the title sequence, there's a boat. A la and then sort you of see like. It. Imagine yeah. the size of like the perfect storm sort of boat, yeah. right? And then you see the jaws coming up underneath, underneath yeah. the water, and it's massive. And they are football fields wide. <laughs> yeah. like, I watched the trailer and I was like, I'm not going to go see this because <laughs> this is just—they're inconsistent in their trailer with how big this fucking thing is. <laughs> it looks like it's up there with uh, Sharknado. Oh, like, look a like, little cheesy. Like yeah, a sci-fi movie. Bad. As in silent movie. Y, <laughs> S-Y-F-Y movie yeah. that's I, just got... Siffy. I don't know what it is, uh, but uh, especially when it comes to animals, movies like to go, the bigger they are, the more dangerous they are. And I'm really bored of that trope. Like, I, one of my favourite movie, movies... Didn't you see Rampage? No. <laughs> it's just, it's just, there are some big animals. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's like, like one of my favourite movies of all time, which I watched when I was very young, and I don't, I don't think it was very popular, uh, but it was called Mighty Joe Young, and it was yeah. a big monkey, but he was a nice monkey, because just because it's bigger, it doesn't mean it changes the animal's behaviour and personality, it was a big monkey. 
It's like Furious George, right? Like, Furious you know, <laughs> George George is is capering around a, a museum and found, finds an ancient artifact mm. that uh, transforms him into an enormous raging beast. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no, I, I was going to go a completely different way for that. Uh, Furious George is driving around a post-apocalyptic desert. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mad Max, but Mad George. Oh, yeah, no, we were talking about big animals, <laughs> Tom. But I was just like, I just heard Furious George, and I was like, nope, that's that's my Mad Max monkey reboot. It is, it is a, it is, yeah, it's a, it's a mix of Planet of the Apes and Mad Max. <laughs> I would watch that. It's, it's got to be Grievous George, right? It's got to be alliterative in that in that case. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. What's that? Furious George. Gruesome George. Yeah. Um, aggressive George. <laughs> the, so, subtitle: The A is silent. <laughs> Scott apostrophe aggressive yeah. George. <laughs> uh, gorgeous George. Gorgeous George. Which is uh, 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 Furious George Two: The Romance Sequel. I'm sure Gorgeous George is a thing. What am I thinking of? Uh, maybe, I don't know. To me, it sounds like a uh, glorious George, George Michael. Glorious Households? Yeah, that, that a military movie. Inglorious Bastards. That's the one. <laughs> Sorry. Glorious Assholes is, is my favourite. <laughs> that is that is my fan fiction. Sorry of that movie. My bad. I gave the wrong name. It's also the title of, uh, of this week's deleted scenes. <laughs> nice. Glorious Assholes. I'm done. Uh, thank happened? you for having me on this pi- uh, pitch. What I'm going to go now. Given, given that, given that um, and I haven't seen Inglorious Bastards, but it's about some guys attacking some Nazis and killing them real bad, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, it's basically so A-team, but what, not. What happens in Glorious Assholes? It is a... Uh, <laughs> you, you, know, you know when Inglorious Bastards go to uh, kill Nazis? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a... We, we, get, we get the porn industry's answer to Brad Pitt. Yeah, as he walks up and down talking to these, we're gonna fuck some Nazis. <laughs> I think I know. Really, <laughs> we're going to fuck some Nazis. <laughs> I feel like they just go to fuck with them. <laughs> like sometimes they fuck them and then fuck with them. Like they like what at one point Brad Pitt. Like, because it is actually Brad Pitt. It's not even just like it's not even a porn star. Brad Pitt's doing this. I like to think um, both of them are in this movie. Like yeah. you have yeah. Brad Pitt, and then you have porn star they're Brad brothers. Pitt. They're brothers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they go over to Nazi Germany, mm. and they start pretending to fall in love with various Nazis, and then um, like saying they're going to marry them. And then standing them up at the altar and having and hiring <laughs> a lot of actors to laugh at them. It's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but. But more. Yeah. But just, Nazi Germany. Just like, do you take this Nazi officer to be your <laughs> wedded husband? <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you seen him? Turns to the audience, everyone's rolling in the aisles. <laughs> just Ab can't even hold together their, their like, uproarous <laughs> laughter. So in and the... the Nazi officer runs out of the church crying. <laughs> so in this oddly progressive Nazi Germany... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> when gay marriage is a thing. Oh, yeah, why not? <laughs> I think maybe they, maybe they bugs Bernie. Um, yeah, yeah, fair enough. They, uh... Yeah, they dress... 
the cast of Space Jam just but, turn up out of nowhere. <laughs> the, uh, Michael the, Jordan's there on the. Uh, he, he is. He is the priest. <laughs> he is the one letting them get married. I mean, I was referring to Bugs Bunnying the idea of pretending to be. Uh, oh, I thought you literally yeah. meant Bugs Bunny. Bugs like, Bunny can be no, in it. The idea, <laughs> Brad Pitt pretends to be a female Nazi officer, <laughs> like like in Bugs oh, Bunny pretending yeah, to be the Bugs a Bunny, female. Yeah. I would have gone with uh, some like it hot. Sure, yeah. sure. I've not seen that film. Oh, it's so good. But I have but... seen Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I was, I've I was, seen Looney Tunes. I was, I, was, I was thinking, oh, so like Red Sparrow, but with Brad Pitt and Nazi Good. Germany. And standing him up at the altar. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Rather than Basically. The, um, the very, very long workaround of... Yeah, or like, that's the thing. Inglorious Bastards have got killing them covered, yeah, right? Yeah. But oh, there's yeah. some that can't be killed for some reason. They never leave Germany. <laughs> um, so <laughs> they, they never leave a specific area of Germany that's got big walls, right? Um, so <laughs> they have to get in by pretending to be to Bugs Bunny Nazi officers and then getting them to the altar and then standing just humiliating them. Oh. And then they take a picture of their sad face and then post it. It's like the, the prank British TVs. Unit. They're like, "You've been pranked, bro. I don't love you. You're I'm better than you in every way. There's cameras here, here, here. You've uh, been, you've, you've been, ingl- you've been glorious assholes. <laughs> You're welcome. Which one did you prefer, ants or bug life? I know that's a big question. Uh, bug oh, life. we've bug talked life. about this before. Bug's bug life, life. Yeah. way better. Vastly yeah, bug's life for me. Yeah. yeah, cool. I'm glad that we all agree on something. Um, However, I I do love the line: "Being a middle child in a family of five million, you never seem to get any attention." I love that line. <laughs> it's good. It's great. Like, it's a shame it's from Woody Allen. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, the the thing with ants is it takes. Uh, human civilization and puts it onto ants. Yeah. Whereas Bugs, Bugs life, life, like I mean, there are bits where it's just like this is kind of a human thing, but they have researched like how these things live. Yeah. yeah. And, like yeah. I would have much preferred just to watch. Yeah. I, I mean, Bugs Life. I much would prefer to watch Bugs Life. Yeah. Uh, but no. Yeah. Like ants. Ants kind of lifestyle and how they work and stuff are super cool as it is don't mm. don't put human boringness on it yeah, yeah. Don't make them oh, i gotta get to work because i'm a worker, a worker day job and as a worker and mm. i'm late <laughs> oh there's traffic like there's a there's an ant in therapy in the first yeah. scene yeah and it was like mm. and then there's the big there's the big ant city underneath the the hill yeah. and it's like oh no like when when they go to bug city in a bug's life it's underneath a a thing yeah it's a like, hat isn't it the uh, the holiday place it was a popcorn thing oh no the, the popcorn thing it, was it, the, is the circus yeah, yeah, yeah the, lo- a... the locusts are underneath a sombrero hat yeah uh, it's, right. it's underneath a trailer the whole thing so it's like oh mm. it, it could just like you could lift it up there'll be a load trash to as a, a kid, human as a yeah. kid that's super cool yeah. to think yeah. and watch and it's yeah it, it's such a it's such a cool idea but yeah I, I, a bug's life definitely prefer yeah. it's well I mean it's Pixar isn't it yeah. Pixar DreamWorks it's better than DreamWorks yeah. in, in, in almost every respect <laughs> okay so from Stephen Thomas we've got it's been zero days since our last accident <laughs> it's been zero days since our last accident <sighs> So this is going to be set within a workplace, right? 
I would assume so, yeah. Or you could go a more serious note and follow a paramedic. <laughs> no, I'm thinking work, this workplace is Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> okay. Okay. How many films? I think we've probably set about eight <laughs> f- different films in Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. But let's, let's 175 go. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> eight films set in Willy... It was bound to happen at least once. Um, but I'm thinking, yeah. Can, we, can, I, can I tweak that, the location very slightly? So it's the Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, but the rival one. So Slug, it's... Slugworth. Yeah, Slughorn. Slug. Is there a rival chocolate factory? Uh, yeah, who do you think tells them to get the unstoppable gobstopper thing? Oh. <gasps> oh yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, subplot. it's a whole subplot yeah. because uh, he's like standing there in an alley, like, oh, you should get me one of those uns- the, the whatever they call oh, endless. Go- I remember, things. yeah. And then because um, he because yeah, <laughs> because at, the, at the end it turns out that he that guy isn't actually Slugworth or Horn. No, um, it's an employee of Willy Wonka. His mm. plant. Yeah, oh. um, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's the slug. Yeah, the Slughorn Company. It's there, okay. uh, and the zero accidents are accidents. I say with quotations. It's really just the Palumbas coming and terrorizing the other other place. No, I've got it. I've got. It. I think. Oh, okay, it, it's it. like uh, DreamWorks and Pixar, right? As right. in, like when Pixar makes shit, DreamWorks go, "All right, let's do this. Uh, let's take." just a very very base assumption of what Pixar are doing and capitalize on that so what they've heard in the news is all these kids went into a <laughs> into a chocolate factory and had really bad accidents yeah let's some let's, might have, some are still missing yeah yep. <laughs> let's make our own chocolate factory tour invite a lot of kids and kill them in really hilarious ways <laughs> and televise it yeah it's like it's like rea- the hunger games yeah it's like reality tv slash documentary it's kind like of thing it's like the office but less awkward so like yeah. because because it's like this dystopian thing because the presenter knows you're watching yeah right mm. so it's this film that's like hey we are about to, like it, it's a weird uh, a clockwork orange thing, right? Mm. Like he, it's this weird world that is being de- described to you by um, uh, by this this guy who's making the documentary, and he's going, "We are about to en- em- embark on an endeavor never seen before that will be even better than that Wonka dickheads." Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, chocolate factory escapades because mm. we're gonna televise it live. Welcome to Slughorn's Slayings. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm thinking it's not it's not like The Office. I think it's it's like you said, like a trashy uh, Love Island kind of thing. Yeah, he's, so, a, he's a presenter. Yeah, like, but it just happens to be within a chocolate factory. Mm. Yeah, but like, there's there's cameras in the chocolate factory, and I think. Oh well, yeah, I guess he'd say welcome to it's been zero days since our last accident. Yeah, and, and sure, every, that's that's a good yeah yeah. That's and every day the public gets to decide on which child's gonna 
pop their clogs this <laughs> today. So those and kids- they they have a roulette wheel for each child of like, okay, so you guys have voted in for Barbara to have a terrible accident today. Let's see what type of style punishment she'll get. And it's just a list of all of the things that the audience have voted on is like the worst quality well, of them. Yeah, let's exactly. spin the wheel. Oh! <laughs> it's like let's make it ironic, and he pulls the wheel, and it's like pulls a lever. Ooh, a, a, a vanity-based death. This one's gonna be fun, ladies and gentlemen. She's gonna get turned inside out. Hey! <laughs> this g- she's a reflected version of herself, but not the way she wanted. This kid likes ice cream and ice cubes. He's gonna get hot chocolate poured all over him. He's gonna, he's gonna get frozen to death. Yeah. <laughs> that's more ironic, yes. Yeah, that, that's irony. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like they, they, yeah. I think that's good because they get these things introduced to them. Like you know, like you know, like X Factor. Mm-hmm. The narrative of that the, the, each individual contestant is not based on who that contestant is. It's based on whether the producers think they have a story. Or yeah. Not. Yeah. So it's just like okay. I'm pretty sure one of the things that they do is go okay. So do you have a sub story? If not, please leave. <laughs> so, uh, it is incredible how there's no normal people that have won the X Factor. Like, I mean, like, normal people, but, like, ones which don't have a sob story. Here's the thing. Uh, the whole entire show was rigged. I had a friend who went on Britain's Got Talent, mm. uh, uh, got to the semifinals, uh, and he, like, from the get-go was like, oh, yeah, I already know where I, when I'm finishing. Like, he didn't know... He knew everything up until the live auditions mm. to, uh, to the, the, the big shows where voting happened. Mm. Up until that point, he knew exactly... He knew that he was going to pass and get through. Yeah. He knew he was going to get the golden buzzer from the get-go it's that I was I was told to never tell anyone that but that was a couple of years ago (laughs) now it's on the podcast now it's on the podcast (laughs) it's entirely staged they do yeah so how far did he get Semi-finals. You mentioned he got the golden buzzer. What year yeah. was this? <laughs> Just a couple of years ago, Tom. So, uh, a couple of years ago. 2015. I'm also not going to say who it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. But we can work it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like just like that's, that, that's all stage and stuff. Um, but they, the producers manufacture these narratives. Mm. It means that whenever they want someone to go, they can just go. And you see, it's the the the, the facade. You start to break from in this in this documentary mm. in this film. You start to break from what the audience are seeing. Every now and again, it cuts to back like backstage as the producer as the guy walks off stage and he's like, "Okay, so what? What's the, what's the narrative for this one?" Uh, and then they're, they're looking at the CCTV monitoring because these kids have been given the, the uh, ostensibly they are essentially like uh testing for this chocolate factory right yeah sure they're essentially like in the in the rooms going yum yum yum, 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 yum. i'm eating this thing or oh, kind of like and whole things. free range of you're living here for a bit just yeah. test out these chocolates have as much as you want, want. Yeah. yeah um and then each one they go okay well he likes to play video games so maybe we could get a laziness angle out of that, or yeah. a violence angle out of that. Mm. Uh, we could, we could gambling try... problems. Every mm. gamer, and they're successful. looking at metrics on, yeah. and like yeah. stats and stuff as people's reactions. Uh, they can, it's like a Black Mirror thing. So they they press a button and it cuts to one guy's house where he's going, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant! I liked it when he got turned inside out, uh, and like I liked it when that person got flushed down a toilet because they were messy. <laughs> 
um, uh, and then they go oh, that's a crowd of writers are all gathered around script make, taking notes mm. on what to do and then they uh, you cut back later after uh, uh, after a period as this presenter is getting more this ex-BBC presenter like uh, Blue Peter presenter is getting more and more uncomfortable with the situation yeah um, because that's going to be our protagonist uh, this this presenter, presenter getting more and more disheartened as he sees more children dying yeah. <laughs> um, so hey guys uh, today is the uh, 56th episode of it's uh, zero hours since our last accident. Give us <laughs> zero hours. Sorry, I mean days. Sorry, days. Give us a cheer. Let's go. Oh no, it's Tiffany today. Oh. <laughs> Tiffany gave me a chocolate bar and is raising money for, for the dog charity. And oh, you about to get eaten by dogs. <laughs> <laughs> be happy with the settlement <laughs> so tune in next week we're going to be spinning the wheel again yeah cheer sign goes up and everyone's wooing and then there's a bad guy like uh, a comedy Simon Cowell bad guy being like I think they've been very naughty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then. What a splendid way, a uh, splendid death for <laughs> such a horrific child. You know what? These children are the very definition of all the bad things we don't like in England. <laughs> in oh, this is Roll the- Dolls, England. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm 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 kind of a little bit hesitant to. They've sure they've signed a contract and everything and all mm. that lot, so they've given permission. Fair play to them, but like some things you just don't document. Yeah. Really, like Big Brother. I don't want to watch people sleep for like nine hours. I do. <laughs> but that's sure, all I want to watch. Good, good for those people who well, do. That, not for me. To that, I'm the, not weird. That's the experiment of Big Brother, though. Like that's yeah. why it's called Big Brother because cameras are there always on. Yeah, being perceived, that's the thing. It's like it's like, mm. like a, a photon, right? Being perceived doesn't change anything mm. in life except that you know it's happening. Yeah. That's the weird thing about Big Brother. Especially, like, season one of Big Brother. The rest, they kept fucking poking them. Mm. They kept being like, I'm playing an alarm, so you've got to get up so we can watch you do things. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they pipe, like babies crying into the house and stuff mm. if people didn't like get up and do things um oh, God. which I, yeah, I think that's a pretty torture. good idea it was torture um <laughs> they signed up to do it yeah sure but like that doesn't mean you should yeah it's, um, it's, a, it's a good it's a good experiment just because you legally can doesn't mean you yeah. should but like season one was mm. you're being the just whole world monitored. the whole nation is is seeing you do things mm. yeah. does that change how you act does yes. that change how you interact with people around you yeah. does that uh, like being put into a place where you can't leave with a lot of people how does that that roll out interesting uh, sociological experiment yeah In reality TV since then has become it's... what narrative can we make yeah uh, and make it feel real mm. yeah um, you know you get Jersey and uh, and, and Geordie and Shaw and, and all that stuff, Man Chelsea, Chelsea, that sort of stuff. Where they these are scripted shows, yeah, 
where they go to say this thing and it's all done in the style of a reality show mm. and people think that these are, are real people because they have the same names as the actors. That's the real bad stuff. Yeah. Is when you're like, we're making this show and our characters have the same names as the actors and they have characters that are close to the actor's personality but we're just making them do things. It's like, who started writing your life? Like, who started writing what you get to do today? Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, it promotes stereotypes for me, like, on a cynical point. Mm. Just ever like, since, since, like, Jersey Shore and stuff, the massive stereotype that, oh, all people from Jersey Shore, or I don't know the... <laughs> jo- the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Yeah, but, like, all those people are, like... A party like idiots and stuff and it's just like nah I'm alright like that's not true just... have you been up there? I mean they no are. but I know no they're not they're, though they're, they're all they're all idiots I mean I have friends from there and Ev- they're not everyone like... living on the Geordie Shore is an idiot Tom McGrath all right. 2018 alright Tom McGrath <laughs> got it let's move on to the next uh... no I've got another thing to say about because uh, that was the last one okay, okay cool <laughs> so we've got we've got time uh, I've, got, I've got to just push out my opinions on reality TV shows <laughs> also the other day when we were talking about Big Brother and I could remember the first two names of, well the the names of the uh, top came two and second yeah uh, Craig and thought it was Darius yeah Craig Anna Darius, <laughs> he always came third. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got in. Like he went to Pop Idol. He was in Pop Stars. Came yeah. third in Pop Stars yeah. with the uh, Gareth Gates and Will Young. And yeah. then I'm pretty sure he came third in Pop Idol as well. Like no, Pop Idol was Gareth Gates and Will Young. Pop Stars was oh shit uh, yeah, yeah hearsay the band. Yes, because he I think he didn't get into hearsay, did he? No, no, he got pretty close. Yeah. So I, I think he might have come third in but he was But he was, like, so socially weird that yeah. nobody wanted to be in a band with him. <laughs> so he did that song called Colorblind, yep. and then he got into Pop Idol, came third in that. So I was like, right, yeah, he must have... By that metric, he must have come in third in Big Brother as well. Feeling blue. Feeling green. Darius. <laughs> as soon as I words about what green means, feeling yellow. Yeah, there you go. He just does. He's colorblind because think, he keeps singing about colors. I think I've got. I think it was Brian. Big Brother one. Big Brother Brian. Craig, Anna, and Brian. I'll take your word for it. Are you too young to have seen Big Brother one? Um, I don't know. I I've seen in my entire life, I think two episodes of Big Brother. What year was Big Brother? One? Uh, one of them was a celebrity Big Brother, which featured the guy who was in, um, uh, Free Willy. Uh, right. Michael. Is his name Michael? The actor. Jay Fox. I don't know. Uh, he was. He was. He was the. Uh, he was the dad. Okay, I don't. I know. think he's like a big American actor, and he hates. Aspender. Jordan, I... when was when was Big Brother season one? What what year? <laughs> uh, oh, this wasn't season one. This was like uh... <laughs> there was no one called Brian in Big Brother <laughs> one. 
Yeah, anyway, yeah, I watched a celebrity one which featured that actor and I was like, oh, he's an asshole. I really liked him in Free Willy. Oh, well, okay. That, I don't like him now. Uh, Darren! Sorry. <laughs> which, going on my point of saying, like, it was all for show, so he might actually be a great guy, but yeah. it's just... Nothing feels genuine. It's reality TV shows and none of it feels real. Mm. Like, to me. Like, I'm just like, meh. Like, oh. I'd, rather, I'd rather watch reality TV shows which make it abundantly clear that they're like stage, like iZombie or whatever. Uh, mm. I don't know if it's called iZombie, but that one where it's reality TV show, but Ooh. they're like, it's what these people would do in a zombie apocalypse. Like... Oh, uh, it's not iZombie. I can't remember what it is. I, I can't remember what it is, but I, like, I'd rather like I've seen an episode or two of that, and that's gr- like that's fun because mm. it's reality TV, but not it's. This is clearly made up, but here's some people and what they would do. Mm. iZombie is about a zombie who works in a mortuary. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was. And yeah, she, I saw that on Netflix. She's like she puts, like she finds different ways of cooking brains into tasty looking food mm. it's a weird it's a trope that they fucking love it's basically a sequence every episode where she creates a new brain delicacy it's like in Hannibal on Netflix as well like just watching his food like the close ups on his food and it you being like it doesn't look like it's made from person but it is <laughs> gotcha. I watched uh, Back to the Future yeah. the other day uh huh that film is better without time travel. Yeah. This yeah. is the first time I've seen it post Back to the Future predicted 9-11. Yeah. And there is some sh- weird shit in that film <laughs> that isn't real. Like, the fact that, like, everything, obviously, is on a set, so everything has to be made and sort of mm. put into frame and stuff. So there's a lot of weird shit in the background of those films mm. that's just like, Hmm, that's odd. <laughs> like the fact that there is like an Illuminati eye on this shop in the background, where uh, I think Marty says something about like, "Oh, I wish I could go back in time and save stuff," or something, something along the lines of like, <laughs> "Save the clock tower, save the," and there's just this eye saying, and it's is it the third, and that's the name of the shop, and there's just this Illuminati eye in the background. That's strange. It's really fucking weird. Creepy. It's a strange movie Illuminati now. Illuminati confirmed. Thanks, thanks that YouTube video, Back to the Future predicted 9-11. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, a lot of things have predicted 9-11. Simpsons did it as well, didn't they? Yeah. They predict a lot of things. They predicted Trump. Yeah. Uh, weird. <laughs> maybe, maybe, Maybe you're right, Matt. Maybe, maybe maybe we are. They did bring down the Discovery Channel. Maybe maybe yeah. the Simpsons. Discovery Channel has been brought yeah. down already by the Simpsons. By owned yeah. wholly owned by the Fox Corporation. <gasps> Illuminati confirmed. Foxes have eyes. <laughs> You're what? right. They do. The Illuminati have a big eye. Foxes are red. You know what else is red? Blood. That's true. And I'll tell you what's extra red, Fox's blood. Mm. And you know what blood runs thicker than? The Illuminati. Most yes. things, I don't know. Water. <laughs> okay. What The saying goes, blood runs thicker than water. Right. What's 75% of the planet? The Ill- Illuminati. Water. <laughs> the Illuminati is 75% of the planet. Yeah. Because water. How do we ignore these signs yeah. all these years? <laughs> 
Let's okay. go on next one. <laughs> next one. Cool. We stop that one. To go on, uh, don't tell the bride, which mm. is another example of oh, people who go on that are like, all oh, the women are all terrible control freaks, and the men are the idiots and stuff. But those people are generally like two of the nicest. I people don't ever met. know what a wedding is. Oh, I'm oh. gonna have a surfer wedding, even though I know my wife clearly doesn't want this. It's afraid of water. <laughs> <laughs> my wife hates horses so i'm gonna have a horse themed wedding producers yeah. like don't you think that's a bad idea no don't i you... like horses don't... and then the producer turns to the producer and said why did we choose someone who's already married <laughs> yeah why are we saying wives why is it not <laughs> but no yeah like it's uh, it, again this is coming back to my point i don't like reality tv not because if people like it fine that's cool entertainment they're mm. doing what people want nowadays i just don't like it because it feels staged that's my me. issue though that is my issue with love island is that they say they're doing what people want nowadays mm. but that is prescriptive mm. so like saying people want this is essentially saying it's, it's out of my hands. Like, yeah, no, you yeah, make fair. interesting programming with good ideas and and deep, uh, like, uh, like, or not even deep, just thought that has to go into understanding it, mm. and then people will follow suit. Tastes are not innate. Tastes yeah. are driven by There's a society. Kind of culturing of this. This is what you want. Like, so if you just go like, okay, well, those are stupid people. So throw them in the bin then, and don't go like, okay, maybe let's add something interesting to their lives. Mm. Then, then it's like, as broadcasters, you've got to try and do like something mm. interesting. So let's go on to our main pitch. Love Island, right? Looking at it, they're just there. They're sat around. They're just there. Yeah. That is the idea of Love Island. Giving them something like the world has ended would get an interesting response out of people. It's also very sociopathic, I yeah. understand. But... That's what happens when you degrade people to the point of being subhuman. Yeah. Exactly. Just <laughs> what I want to see. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.